Welcome to Hymology on the Gospel Radio Network, a program sponsored by the Mars Hill Church of Christ, located at 1135 Rucker Road, Christiana, Tennessee, 37037. You may contact us by phone at 615-203-3637. If you would like more information about our congregation or this program, you may visit our website at www.marshillcoc.org. We invite you to join us every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on TGRN.org. And now, here is your host, Brother Kyle Webb. Welcome once again to our program. My name is Kyle Webb. I serve as the minister for the Mars Hill Church of Christ that meets in Christiana, Tennessee. And I welcome you once again to our study. Last week, we began a brand new program with a brand new theme, studying the hymns and songs that we sing in our worship services. And today we officially begin this study by looking at one of these great songs, a song that has great meaning to me and maybe to you also. The first song that I've chosen for us to study is When the Roll is Called Up Yonder. This song is special to me because uh, many years ago, at least it seems as many years to me, back when I was about the age of six or seven, my grandfather encouraged me to lead a song. I believe it it may have been for just simply one of the services that uh, he was leading for, uh, and particularly on Wednesday nights. Uh, if he led on a Wednesday night, he would allow me to, to maybe lead the first song. And I think that may have been the, the first occasion. Uh, on which I, I did that, but he encouraged me to stand up and to, to lead a song, and I did, and it was a very special moment for me. My grandfather uh, did not help me, as as most children are assisted whenever they lead a song. I, I was up there on my own, and he was in the pew next to me, but he, he did not sing over me. He allowed me to lead that song, and it was a very special uh, moment for me. Uh, but I always have this memory of this being the very first song that I ever led. And I thought it would be fitting for us to use this as the, the first song in our study. It has equally a, a great meaning to it and a great story that, that goes along with it. And so I want to share those with you today. Let's begin first by looking at the history of the song. James Milton Black was born in South Hill, Sullivan County, New York, and passed from this life on December 21st, 1938, in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. He was educated in singing and organ playing, and eventually became a singing school teacher. He was a member of the Pine Street Methodist Church from 1904 until his death in 1938. 
He was a member of the Joint Commission for the Methodist Hymnal of 1905, though none of his hymns were included in that particular collection. The song most commonly known as When the Roll is Called Up Yonder was written in 1893 and was published in Songs of the Soul in 1894 by Black and Joseph F. Berry. Of the song it is written, Black, as reported by Ira D. Sankey in My Life and the Story of the Gospel Songs, said he wrote this poem while he was serving as a teacher in a Sunday school in which a poor girl had enrolled. One evening, as he called the roll, she was absent, and he said to the group assembled, O God, when my name is called up yonder, may I be there to respond. Out of this thought came the hymn which he wrote that same evening. Having written the words to this gospel song, Black went back to his piano and played the music. It has never been altered in any way. And that quote comes from Hymns and History by Forrest M. McCann and published by Abilene Christian University Press a book that I will probably use often in this study. It is uh, one of the best books that I have ever seen regarding hymns and the history that, uh, that is behind them. The story goes on, uh, following what we have already noticed, that Black's young student was absent due to illness later diagnosed as pneumonia. She passed away just two weeks later, unable to answer another roll call on earth. What happened moved Mr. Black in a, a very special way, and it, it was something that, that it, it was hard for him to shake from his mind. And so he put these thoughts and and these feelings into this song, this song that we sing today when the roll is called up yonder. The first two stanzas have a similar theme. Let's begin by looking at those words. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound and time shall be no more. And the morning breaks eternal, bright, and fair. When the saved of earth shall gather over on the other shore, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. The second stanza, on that bright and cloudless morning, when the dead in Christ shall rise, and the glory of his resurrection share. When his chosen ones shall gather to their home beyond the skies, and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. These stanzas speak of the return of Christ 
to the earth to gather his faithful to himself. An event that is described in scripture. In Matthew chapter 24, and looking at verses 29 through 31, the words of Jesus, Matthew 24, beginning with verse 29, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, and he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. These, uh, this is describing the, the end of time on earth. Jesus, in just the next chapter, describes this event as a great separation of the sheep, the faithful and righteous, from the goats, the wicked and sinful. In Matthew 25, verses 31 through 33, I'm reading from the New King James Version, by the way. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. This is a great separation of those that are faithful from those that are wicked. And we see these events described in the song that we are studying. But mostly just the return of Christ and, and the glory that will be surrounding his return. Paul also describes the return of Christ for his faithful and own in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, beginning with verse 13. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep. It's important that we recognize uh, the context in which this is written. There was great fear among the Thessalonians, and, and I'm sure others, that those who had already passed from this life, that those who had already died, would somehow miss the return of Jesus Christ. And he was writing in an effort, in an effort to comfort them concerning this idea. I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord 
that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep, those who have already died. Verse 16, for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore comfort one another with these words. These events are the inspiration of the song when the roll is called up yonder. Look at some of the words. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound. We see the, the trumpet of God being described in these passages. When the dead in Christ shall rise. It goes back to exactly what Paul was stating. The dead in Christ will rise first and we will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. When his chosen ones shall gather to their home beyond the skies. Obviously a, a reference to, to heaven as it is promised to us. At the end of this life. Though the song in and of itself. It is not inspired. The words that it is based upon. Certainly are. And the idea behind the song. It is an inspired thought. Inspired of scripture. Also described in scripture. In connection with the Lord's return is the final destruction of the earth in Second Peter chapter 3, verses 10 through 13. Although we won't take the time now to, to uh, go into that in, in detail. You may want to look at that later. Uh, but it is also promised that the earth is going to be destroyed. And so we, we certainly look for uh, maybe the signs of that promise as so many did in the times that those scriptures were written. This great and final day is not a day that we should fear, however. As many look at it, they, they think of, of the destruction of the earth as something to fear, uh, although we know that the earth is imperfect. And we as Christians, we realize that that there is something much greater than anything on earth that is awaiting us, that, that is promised by Christ and through him. And so it is a day, as Christians, it is a day that we should not fear. But Christians have no reason to fear it. it. It is a day for which we all wait for. The day we look upon the face of our Lord. The day we are gathered to our new home. To dwell with our Lord evermore. It is a day of reunion 
as we are reunited with those that we love and those that, that we cherish. And so as we look upon this day, it certainly is a very special day for all of us. This great day, however, is a day that Christians must prepare for. And Mr. Black understood that when he wrote these words. Let us labor for the master from the dawn till setting sun. Let us talk of all his wondrous love and care. Then when all of life is over and our work on earth is done and the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. This is a day that we must prepare for. It's a day that that we must labor for throughout our lives. Paul's encouragement to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. He encouraged them to to work, to do the work of the Lord, to be abounding in that labor. As we look at the, the letter that is written to the church of Smyrna in Revelation chapter 2, Jesus' words to them in chapter 2 and verse 10, Be faithful until death. And I will give you the crown of life. Though heavily persecuted, they were encouraged to continue in their labor for the Lord, serving him and doing his will, for which one day they would be rewarded. We understand that we must labor on this earth. However, we are also promised by Jesus that that this labor in this life provides us with rest and comfort from him. I think of what we refer to as the great invitation in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. And here Jesus says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. As we look forward to his return, we understand the importance of working in this life for reward in eternity. Be faithful until death. And I will give you the crown of life. When the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. This is a a song of, of hope and expectation. On that day, I hope to be with my Lord. And the hope of his great resurrection guides me through the temptations and difficulties of this life. It is also a song of encouragement. I have never really thought of this as an invitation song 
till recently, I have a friend that uh, has a tendency to use this as an invitation song. Though for the first uh, 20 years or so of my life, uh, we never used it that way in the congregation in which I grew up. But as I look at the the context of the song, and as I look at the, the history of the song, and especially uh, of the child that was absent from roll call, and, and the fact that, that she was absent from that time on, that, that she left this world, it is a reminder to me that this is a song of encouragement. Think of the the final stanza. Let us labor for the master from the dawn till setting sun. Let us talk of all his wondrous love and care. It's a song of encouragement that we labor on, that we continue in the work of the Lord. It is a song of encouragement for those who have erred and also for those who have yet to commit themselves to the Lord. To do so before is everlastingly too late and so it is a song of encouragement in that sense and it is a song of commitment because of the day described i am committing myself to faithfulness to god so that i am on his side when jesus returns for me I want to be on the side of the Lord. I want to be numbered with the sheep and not the goats. And so I am encouraged by the words of this song. That when the roll is called up yonder, that I may be there. Going back to the quote from Mr. Black. Uh, as he called the roll and, and as the child was missing, Oh God, when my name is called up yonder, may I be there to respond. And I do pray that each of us is there to respond as well. I hope that you will join us once again Tuesday at 11 a.m. as we study another hymn, another song. And as we study the the meanings behind each of them. And I hope that this lesson was helpful to you. Thank you for joining me. And until we meet again, may God bless you.